Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am speaking with Robbie from Dancing on Tables about their new album, Color in the Gray, and their new single, So What? Hello, sir. Thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me. Thank you. So Color in the Gray was two years in the making. Tell us about it. Yeah, it was. Um, it's a weird one for us because we have. We feel like we've been working on it literally forever. Um but it's a debut album, so the first chance for people to properly get, you know, a full picture of who Dancing Tables are. And we've released EPs and singles before, but I think it, with that kind of process, you're a bit more, um, you know, you, you've, you've got some limitations on what you can do and how you can experiment. So for this, we basically had free reign in a studio for 10 days. So we went through every song that we'd written for the album, but also all the songs that we'd written before. So we started with like a hundred tracks and narrowed it down finally to the, the 10 that you hear on the album. So it's a proper representation of us finally. So your song, So What? If I wanted to include it on a playlist, what's the best kind of playlist for that song? I think this song kind of compared to the, the album kind of goes on a bit of a journey and kind of explores all of our influences, be that songwriting or just musically. I think So What's definitely one that kind of pushes the rockier side of dancing on tables. And it's a kind of big, kind of dark, anthemic, you know, blast it in the ears kind of song. So I, I'd, I'd go for some something to do with rock. If, if, you like, if you like big guitars, it's the song for you. <laughs> When are you most creative? Um, after coffee, <laughs> essentially, yeah. <laughs> we uh, when so it was during lockdown that we kind of got the offer to do the album. Um, so Callum, who's the other singer and the other songwriter in the band, and I were like, right, we need to just we can't get together, so let's just zoom every day, write a song every day. So we did kind of between nine and six during this period we did try every time and we worked out that about 11 o'clock just after the first morning coffee most productive we felt the best <laughs> if uh if this interview uh were suddenly turned into like a tiny desk concert type thing 
I, where would So What fall in the playlist? Oh, it's, I feel it's a song, when, when we play it, we always play it like, I think third or fourth. It's always like, we always open with a couple more up, a bit faster, kind of jumpier, poppier songs. And then you'll take that kind of break to a little bit of a lull chat with the crowd if it was Tiny Desk and then hitting on the So What from there. What advice would you give uh, to the next generation of artists? Um, I, I think the main thing that we've kind of learned as a band and, you know, when we started, for example, like TikTok wasn't a thing and, you know, stories have become a thing and things are technology and the way that people interact with bands and the way that they take in music as well is changing all the time. So. I, I'd say just make sure you're as on the pulse with that as you can and don't be like, you know, the cynical people like we are, that like, oh, TikTok won't stick. Like, we don't, we don't need to bother with that and don't leave it until it's too late for you not to be on it. Just be, be on everything you can, yeah. So how, how personal is uh, Colour in the Grey? Like, how much of the band is in this album? I think for us, it's very... It's, it's a very personal one because with it being our debut one, and we've been on this journey for like in, in different forms and variations, you know, we've known each other pretty much our whole lives and we've been working as a band for like maybe five years. So it is a culmination of that. And I, I think because of that, we took it, the whole album kind of process really seriously. And, you know, we really planned our track listings and we, when we were recording, we were always thinking about it as a, concept as a whole um, so there's a lot musically in there I think as well lyrically with the stories that we're telling between Callum and I whereas you know some things might not directly relate to us there's always I feel that you can't you can't write a good song without putting some of yourself into it so whether it's just a line or whether it's a you know a, a, cert, a whole chorus or a whole song there's we relate to everything that we're singing and I, I feel that that comes across in the lyrics as well. If you had one extra hour in the day, how would you spend it? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, if I had one extra hour, I would, oh, depending on the day, I'd probably spend it in bed. <laughs> if, it wasn't, if it wasn't the weekend, then um, like, yeah, it always feels like life's too short and you're too busy. So I'd have more time in the evening just relaxing and winding down. Tell me about the moment that you decided that music was the career for you. Um, basically, when I finished studying accountancy at uni and thought I either have to do accountancy or I can chase this music thing. <laughs> so I went for music. Um, no, like we, we, we knew each other, as I say, for like so many years. And we just have always bonded as a group and as a band. And we kind of, when we started, we maybe started in some formation like eight years ago or something like that, but like we didn't take it seriously at all. And we're just playing covers and a couple of our own songs here and there. And then it got to the point where we began writing and people began giving us really good feedback. And, you know, we started selling out shows and things, which we normally were just doing for something yet yeah, more of it as a hobby for us. Um, so there maybe wasn't one specific point, but it was a kind of culmination of all these things and just us getting more fans and people actually reacting to what we were doing and we thought, well, we, we must be doing something right. So let's, let's chase it. 
what do you want people to get from uh, Color in the Grey? What do you want them to walk away with? Um, hopefully that they like it. <laughs> That's the main one. Um, no, I, I think like the way that the album goes and the way it flows and with the track listing and things, the the last song on the album is, is my favourite song we've ever released and it's a proper kind of like, it, it starts just piano and singing and then it just builds and builds and builds and I think by the end it's just a, I think it summarises us nicely and it, it shows our kind of versatility a bit as well so yeah hopefully they, they go away with a smile and a, a recommendation to somebody else. I like that you said that the last track and I believe it's uh, it's Roller Coaster Love isn't it? Yeah yeah. Because that is also my favorite track on the album. Oh I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it that's the one like tricky thing when you release like we'd obviously released two of the tracks as singles, but then it was eight tracks that nobody had ever heard before. So like getting this feedback when, you know, it's not like, oh, I heard your new single, I liked it. It's what you've picked yourself out of, out of an album. So it's so interesting seeing what people are reacting to. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, it's going to take some beating if that won't be my favourite song we've ever done by the end of this journey. So uh, going back to uh, So What, what what kind of film do you think uh, would be perfect for that song? Oh, um, I think some kind of, oh, I don't know, some kind of like, very, like mix of like taken mixed with a kind of like romantic undertone where you want the people to get back together rather than just aggressive fighting. But that's a very good question. The, the music video that we did for it, um, the, the whole plan was to like use all these beautiful beaches that we have in Scotland, like grey, rainy day, and it's this guy kind of like losing it and slowly kind of digressing as you go through the video. But then in classic Scottish weather, it was the one roasting hot sunny day. <laughs> so we had a real, real battle to try and get it across. Um, yeah, something kind of something moody, something with a bit of punch. Uh, so tell the folks uh, listening at home and all over the world where they can hear Color in the Grey. Color in the Grey, it's the album's on all your usual streaming platforms. Um, we've got a couple of music videos which are on our YouTube as well. Um, and yeah, you can you can get it everywhere you normally get music and, and let us know on social media what you think of it as well dancing on tables on everything i uh, thank you so much for being here today i've enjoyed this immensely i am oh thank you thank you you have a fan in me and i cannot cannot wait for everything that that you guys do in the future thank you so much we've already started the next album so <laughs> you're in a good place <laughs> thank you very much thanks for having me This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.